It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Welcome to Iggy Garcia Live. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I want to thank everybody for being here, and um, hopefully you can stick around for a little bit to uh, be with me on the show. But like every show, we start off, we um, begin with lighting the candle, giving thanks to our ancestors, giving thanks to those who came before us. So we're going to light a candle. Thanks to our ancestors, those who trailblazed the path for us, so we can be where we are today, so we can, you know, take on the new challenges, the new world, and the things that are here, and um, just be able to be part of uh, this world and, and navigate through it. So, this candle's for you, for my ancestors, giving thanks to all those who came before me. Oh. And of course, we write. We light a little sage here, and I'll use this uh, mixture of sage for me, just to kind of set the tone, clear the energy, clear the space, make this a sacred space. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's <clears throat> um, getting what they want out of life right now. Life has kind of uh, been interesting for everybody. It's, there's been a lot of things going on. There's been a lot of uh, changes in our lives. And unfortunately, some of us are here and some of us are not. And I want to give prayers and thanks to all those who have helped others and helped each other. And uh, I want to just send a little, a little love, a little energy to those people who just need it right now. 
I need it, you need it, we all need it. There's just been so much pain and suffering and but within that pain and suffering there's been a lot of love too but there's been a lot of people who've been going through a lot of different uh, things so I want to remember all those folks today giving thanks to them so just give us a little moment of silence here thinking about those that we love and those that we care about those that are in our lives Good. Feels good. Uh, I want to say hi to Shelly there. She popped in and uh, hopefully she sticks around a little bit for the show. So uh, today I just want to talk a little bit about um, uh, living with awareness. This is something, some things uh, that I learned uh, through classes at Journeys of Wisdom. John McMullen, one of my mentors. Some of you may know him. If you don't, check out Journeys of Wisdom, J-O-W. Uh, these are a lot of things that, these topics that I'll be talking about today. It's going to be a lot about his teachings and the ways we do. So we all learn from somebody. Uh, I learned from John. I've learned from many other people. But um, I just wanted to just talk about what it means to to be living right now, especially right now in in this world that we're in, this life that we're in, living in this world with all its challenges. I mean, we already had challenges before living in the world, <laughs> before everything started to go to the crapper real quick and then all of a sudden you know here we are and we have to deal with this new uh these new nuances these new things these new challenges and you know some of us are doing okay and and some of us are not doing so well and i i know that it's difficult for a lot of us to navigate right now because there's so much information and so much disinformation and so many opinions in so many ways and we see so many people crossing over so many people this is probably this is probably most most in history that I've been around and that I've seen people leaving the earth transitioning out you know pets animals friends family there's been a lot of uh, people letting go and releasing and moving on to their spiritual bodies out of their bodies into the universe and reconnecting back to the universe and for some people that could be really scary I'm not here to take away or I'm not here to uh, discount or say hey you know it's this way or that way but you know life is is one of those things that we are given a chance to prove ourselves our chance to redeem ourselves a chance to make things better for ourselves or make things better for others here we are we're a miracle a, a billion and one chance to uh, become who we are I mean if that's not something that's magical I don't know what is now granted not everybody lives the magical life not everybody experiences the magical things that come with life but sometimes within those those parameters of, of, of you know downs and ups we we navigate and we find pieces and parts of ourselves and we can actually align and become better and so right now what I'm finding is you know we're really challenged because we want to believe things one way and we want to believe things another way and yet we we want to be able to be able to express ourselves in a way that is acceptable in a way that people won't hurt us or challenge us but right now I just find that it's really simple and it's really easy for people to hurt other people and to make other people feel you know discounted or unwanted so you know here we are and there's a lot of you know 
high level of stress, but there's also a lot of high level of awareness. So as we are stressful, we are aware. And that's what we, we, we strive to become, you know, we strive to do is to find the awareness that's in our lives. The ability to notice those thousands of miracles, okay, that play out every day in our lives. Every day. And like my teacher John Mullaney would say, living is is sensitivity to hear the thud of a feather. Okay, so basically, if you can hear a feather drop and hit the ground, that means you're in that sensitive place. You know? And you're not fighting and proving and defending. Because right now, we there's a lot of proving and defending going on in the world. There's a lot of proving and defending because people just don't know which direction to turn. One minute you're you're floating down the river this way and, and you're feeling this kind of energy and another minute you're feeling this kind of energy and you're floating down this way. Because we're being challenged right now. We're being challenged. You know, the survival mechanisms that you know are placed inside of us from Creator in order for it to survive, you know, it's just compounds on top of what everything's happening. You know, you know, we already have inside of us those childhood belief systems that we carry with us and those little pieces and parts of us that you know that have guided us along the way that have not always been super strong they've not always been uh very uh you know but it's all we had it's all we had at the time it's all we had at the time in order for us to find purpose and meaning in our life you know those childhood memories those childhood experiences that carry us through so now here we are we're trying to move and trying to navigate in this world especially in this world that has totally turned upside down for a lot of us and for quite, quite frankly it's turned upside down for everybody nobody is excluded not myself no one even the rich are affected the poor are affected the middle class are affected everybody's affected you know so you know here we are and we're trying to find awareness we're trying to to find the awakening you know we're trying to find those moments of bliss those moments where we're trying to feel our way through this programming in this reprogramming because right now we're going through a reprogramming of society we're going through a reprogramming of life a repro reprogramming of how we rear our children or how we raise other people's children how we teach our kids you know the enlightenment that we seek is actually may has changed and altered a little bit because enlightenment is a place where we come to a moment in time where everything is just it happens in that in that moment and we have a moment of bliss, a moment of enlightenment, we have a moment of aha, and here we are, and we carry that through, and we continue to move through that. And you know, so, what I learned in Journeys of Wisdoms over the years is, you know, being our own personal guru is the most powerful thing that we can create. It's one of those things that, you know, we have in our, in our arsenal. But so many of us are so, we get so hung up and we've tried to latch on to the people's belief systems ideologies and things in order for us to uh, be able to feel secure because the, our ego parts are the ones that are challenged our ego parts are the ones that you know that are always always in always in communication with us and you know that's the biggest struggle we're to have is just the things that we hear in our head the things that we we have grown up to be and, and learned to be and as we move through you know life we meet other people and they bring in belief systems they bring ideas to us and they bring ideas to the table and the next thing you know we're incorporating these things into our lives many of you 
you know, are teachers, many of you are students, many of you are both. But all of us have been teachers or, or students one time or another. And through life, we're moving through that, trying to find purpose and meaning, because that's what humans do. Humans try to find purpose and meaning in their existence. Their existence is very, uh, one of those things that, you know, we that's how we identify ourselves sometimes. How we live, who we live, how we're living, what we do, how we do, when we do. You know, that our purpose. All humans try to find purpose and meaning in their lives. And the, the, the amazing thing about being a human being is that we're not just bodies. We're not just, you know, this meat skin, this meat suit that we're in. You know, we're a five-dimensional being, you know, of awareness, of emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, intuitive, self, extra, ex, uh, you know, we're, we are extrasensory perception. That's what we are. And that's why the topic is called I am ESP. Because we're more than just our physical bodies. We're more than just the mind. We are we are part of the universe. We are a piece of the universe. We are the universe. We we forget that sometimes that we are the universe, that we are the grand scheme, the grand cosmos. We're not apart from it. We're not separate from it. What separates us from the universe is our perceptions. The illusions of perceptions that's what separates us from the universe that's what separates us from people that's what separates us from all the things that we're not comfortable with so you know the awareness part the emotional part the mental part the physical part the spiritual part and the intuitive self you know those all those play out all those things move all those things are the part of us navigating and moving through life it's called frequency it's the frequency of life. It's who we are. We are energy beings. And you know, we're energy beings coming to this planet and it's having an, a human experience, a physical body experience. You know, here we are. We're expanding our energy. We're learning to grow. And now we're in this in this pandemic of sorts of, you know, of the physical, the mental, the spiritual that affects every aspect of ourselves. You know, so right now we're human beings are really struggling right now to find their way because no, everybody's, you know, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of unknown. There was a time where, you know, we knew kind of where we were going, how we were moving. What slowed us down was how we perceived the world and how we projected onto the world in those aspects of the world. But here we go now. Now we're in this state of mind where we almost have to decide which directions we're going to follow, which way we're going to go. You know what? What? How do we obtain enlightenment? How do we create these these frequencies so we can vibrate at the higher energies of ourselves? But it's always shifting. It's always changing. That's always happening. How do we do it? Understanding that sometimes circumstances we have no control over, but we can actually we can actually dictate what happens in our lives by moving away from certain energies things that, that harm us things that don't serve us but yet we watch TV and we watch you know the news and then all of a sudden we see that this happened to somebody this happened to someone you know when it boils down to it's the choices we make in life it's the choices that we decide that create and affect all the little aspects of our of ourselves 
those five dimensions inside of us the awareness the emotions the mental the physical the spiritual the intuitive the extrasensory parts of us those are all affected but that we are that you know when the intuition is the mo one of the most powerful things that you will ever have in your arsenal in your life inside of you intuition is usually not wrong your intuitive part is usually pretty correct you know intuition is one of those things that you know when you don't know you guess you guess and you try to figure out and you move through it but sometimes you know we get bogged down by the programming that we have the program that's inside of us the things that we you know that we've carried through childhood the things that we struggle with you know protected and trapped inside of us all those little pieces and parts that we're trying to defend we go through life proving and defending a lot more than you think no no Higgy, this is right this is the way it is no no this is he's terrible he's blah 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 no 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 i can't do that but those are protect those are those are the things that protect us sometimes and sometimes it holds us back and sometimes it puts us in in a situation where we have to fight our way through but you everybody the mental capacities of ours you know our mental our physical and our spiritual or it's all there every single human being has intuition every single human being has a spiritual part of them every human being has a physical because you're human you're physical okay your awareness your emotion your mental your spiritual your intuitive self that's the part that you have to figure out which part gets compromised those pieces and parts get compromised the physical gets compromised when we don't take care of ourselves the mental take gets compromised when we don't take care of ourselves the spiritual aspect of ourselves gets compromised when we don't take care of ourselves the awareness and the emotional pieces of ourselves gets compromised our intuition gets compromised when we don't take care of ourselves when we don't put it in in perspective when we don't believe and trust in it we have to work on the intuitive self the intuitive self is us the intuitive self is the pieces and parts of us that help us navigate the world now when you're in a situation and there's a problem and you see the problem then you are part of the problem and that's where the, the this is the point where we have to figure out how do we move from that space how do we move out of that space when when we're in a situation and we're right there and that problem's right there in front of us and it's proposed to us and we're sucked into it because we are part of it you know and there's many techniques there's many ways to do that there's many ways to move that energy and clear that energy then the best way is to send it back to spirit back to God give it to God say thanks God I really appreciate it forgive me you know universe for the things that the stupidities I've done forgive me for making the poor errors and choices God forgive me and help me move this energy out of the way and if you don't believe in God it still works the universe still works even if you're atheist this energy still works because the universe is a grand energy ball of frequency it doesn't matter if you believe in the Creator or don't believe in the Creator it still moves it you know to believe in nothing is to believe almost that everything that nothing exists means that you have the largest belief system that you have to carry because when you do see things happen you can't tell me that when you see another human being that does, doesn't exist that just came out of nowhere that was just a 
ha happenstance. They just happen to fall in the lap. Just happen to evolve. Uh, you know, I'm projecting. I know I'm projecting right now, but it's the cosmos. It's the universe. It's us. It's who we are. It's the pieces and part of us. We are part of the grand universe. What angers you about other people is because they are you. They're part of you. They're another aspect of the universe. They're another part of a reflection of the universe. It's another part of the universe you don't like. You don't like this person. You don't like the situation. Well, it's part of us. It's part of us because we've helped create it. We helped, you know, define it. We helped manifest it. Our manifestation powers are powerful. For those of you who don't believe in manifestation and creation, you're right. You don't. That's why sometimes you don't have. And you may have just enough. Or you're content with what you have. Because you're not willing to do the work or not able to do the work or not able to move into energy. I'm not saying you're going to go off here and become a millionaire, a billionaire, a zillionaire. Because a lot of us aren't willing to do the work that it takes for us to move into the spaces that we need to. A lot of us aren't willing to do the work to help a relationship, to foster it or create it. A lot of us aren't willing to do the work to go to the next level of our evolution. A lot of us aren't willing to do the work to get the promotion. We're happy where we're at. A lot of us are happy at a $30,000 job. But yet we criticize other people when they go out of their way and try to make things happen. Why? Because our ego part is jealous. Our ego part is, is sensitive. Our childhood memories pop back in. Everything that we we don't want others to have because we don't have it, we sabotage. We're Human beings are the biggest sabotagers in the world. We love to sabotage other people. We love to sabotage ourselves. Why? I don't know why. Why? Because the ego. The ego is a sabotager. Loves to sabotage. Ego also protects you. So now, how do we move into the energy you want to move? The question is, do you want to move into that energy? The question is, do you really want to flow into that energy? Do you really want to go down that river of I am ESP? Do you really want to go into the extrasensory perceptions of yourself? Do you really want to learn what that means? Are you willing to do the work? Are you really wanting to be in that space? Those are the questions that we have to ask ourselves, truly ask ourselves. Do we really want to go into that into that space our mind is is inside of this little uh, tissues of brain matter inside there we're floating around inside there is a frequency of energy that rolls back and forth and moves back and forth shoots back and forth into different little little traps and little uh, byways and highways and yet that energy is contained by the tissue matter in our head so the matter and the body that we have helps harness that energy so once our body is depleted and does no longer work, our energy moves out of this, this vessel and moves into the, the grand scheme of vessel, the Mother Earth, the universe. You're reabsorbed. You're recalibrated back in. You're taken back in. Do you get recycled or reused again? Absolutely, but when and how that all works, that I don't have an answer for you. But I know that it happens. You know, our bodies are limited. Our belief systems about our bodies are not. You can think yourself to health. You can think yourself to wealth. You can think yourself to a better better attitude. Listen, you can if you want to be angry, 
you can stay angry. If you want to be happy, you stay happy. You decide what you, what energy you want flowing through your body, what energy you want bombarding you, moving through you. Because you do have control over that. Oh, but I don't feel good. Oh, but I'm exhausted. Oh, but I'm tired. You know, a lot of those things are just excuses and things that we use because we don't want to do the work. And some of you are not programmed to do the work. Some Sometimes I'm not programmed to do the work. Sometimes I'm not ready to do the work. Sometimes some people are not here to just to do the work. Some people are just here to, to learn to suffer. And why they suffer, I don't know, because that's their choice. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are other people who suffer and move out of that energy and move into better energies where they succeed. We all know somebody who is always down, always depressed, always upset, always pissed off about something, always frustrated, always blaming somebody else. Because it's easier to blame some an external force outside of you for your lack of commitment to something you want to do or how you don't want to do the work. Even thinking about doing the work and under, trying to understand another human being is doing the work. It's easier for us to say, oh, yeah, all those all those people at the border, they're just a bunch of no goods that want to come over here and take our jobs. That's the easy way out of, of, of saying something. But then we can also think. We can also have empathy. And compassion and understanding for ourselves to understand them in order to understand them we have to understand ourselves but we don't understand ourselves it's hard to give compassion and empathy to something or to someone you don't know you look across the board and you go you know those poor people are suffering why are they suffering because there's they don't have the opportunities or maybe they don't want the opportunities that their country offers maybe they don't want to work for 10 cents an hour maybe they want to work and make fifty thousand sixty thousand dollars a year in the opportunity in America these are just examples, okay? So don't get hung up on my examples because they're just examples to show you. Just in the other to same token, there are other people who complain about the rich. I've complained about the rich, you know? Why am I complaining about the rich? Because I part of me is triggered by that because, damn, they look like they got it good. And you know what? Did they? Was it easy for them to get to become rich? I don't know. I I would first of all I would have to say no. Some of them were born into wealth, so they have wealth, but some of them are self-made. And they did the work. Oh, but, Iggy, but they took advantage of this, they took advantage of that. They screwed all these people. And I'm not saying that it's a good system, it's a good idea. But they did the work. They are where they are. We can only blame the rich to a certain degree. We can only blame the homeless person to a certain degree. Why is a homeless person homeless? We don't know their story. Because every human being has a story. Every single one of you here online has a story. And you live by the story and you die by the story or you recreate the story or you don't even move from your story. Your story identifies you. Use it as your identification card. Oh, well, you know, I'm from a low-income family. Oh, you know, I'm rich. You know, I got a nice car. I deserve, you know. You put, you put the story however, you write the story however you want. Rewriting stories is not hard. 
But if you're going to rewrite your story, okay, and live a life of the emotional, the mental, the physical, the spiritual, the intuitive self, you got to do the work. No one's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to do it for you. You know, there are people who are going to help you along the way. There's going to be situations and circumstances that will help you along the way. There'll be circumstances and situations that will block your way. And then you will have to be like the river trying to find a new route around. Eventually, if the river gets blocked, it keeps flowing and flowing until it goes over top and takes over or spreads out around it, goes around it, and it consumes it. Your body and your mind and your spirit has to be the same way. Your frequency has to be able to penetrate through the, the things that are like rock. The things that are like in the way. But us humans, we, we're, we're afraid to do that sometimes because you know what that means? Is, that means we have to change. That means that we have to be different. And what's wrong with changing different, being different? I'll tell you, sometimes the reason we don't want to change is because we're comfortable in our comfort zone. We're comfortable being where we're at. It feels good. It's good enough. We compromise and it, it will, we'll take it. We'll take this over over that. Because sometimes you have to sacrifice some things in order to get what you want. And the sacrifice sometimes doesn't outweigh the means at that moment. Because that means you might have to be homeless. You might have to live in your car. You might have to live on someone's couch. And for some people, that's not, a, that's not an option. And for other people, they see the bigger picture for themselves. They see the bigger projection of where they want to be. And not all the time, it works out the way we want it to be. And sometimes... You know, you get to the place you want to be, and it's years. And sometimes you watch somebody else do the exact same thing, and it just was weeks or months or a few years. Why is that? It's it's how you arrange the things that roll through your head. Okay? It's the evidence inside your head that you've created. It's all those things inside you. All those little connections, all those little pieces of parts. Sometimes you're building in, you're building up to the moment of creation. You're building up into the moment of being connected to source. A lot of us don't believe that we're connected to source. A lot of us don't feel that we're worthy of the connection to source. And that's why we have struggles. And that's why we have a hard time. Because we have these issues of inferiority. The issues of uh, we're not worthy enough to, to have that or obtain that. But I'm here to tell you. You're able to have everything you want in the world. But you have to do the work. You're able to have the relationship you want, the friendships you want, the health you want, the feelings you want. And I'm not going to say it, not every day is going to be the same way. But doing the work, living with awareness, being aware that you're in the way, that you sometimes are the problems. Because you're protecting and defending old belief systems, old paradigms old ways of thinking this world is the way it is is because we we do that we protect and defend we prove and defend the old system why it works and why we need to have it and why it should be this way oh we shouldn't do that oh we shouldn't change that but that's what we do as human beings we prove and defend prove and defend and that's why we get what we what we get sometimes that's why we find ourselves in these situations and these problems because that's 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 the stuff that happens. You know, like John McMullen used to say, he said, "What skews intuition is perception." 
think about what I just said. Think about what John told me. What skews intuition is perception. It's you. It's the perceptions that skew the world. It's the things that we throw out and try to understand what we're looking at that skews the world. You know? Fix this real quick. You know, you, you don't, sometimes I don't think we know how powerful we are. Our intuition is so powerful. Okay? It's so powerful that we could have, you know how you have those moms who can just know when there's something wrong with their child and, and they're halfway across the country and then they f give a phone call. Hita, I called you because I felt like, and they go, oh, mom, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. I've been having a hard day. I've been having a hard time. It's called intuition. That's our intuition. That's the pieces and parts. Those are the things that help us. Our intuition is so strong. So strong. You know, we skew the percent because of our perception. Our perceptions. There are, what, 8 billion people on this planet? We're close to it pretty soon. Perceptions in the world. You got, I'll repeat that again. 7.5 billion perceptions in the world. That's a lot of perception. That's a lot of thought. That's a lot of going on. There's a, that's a lot going on. No wonder the world has difficulty sometimes finding and navigating its well, its way through life. Because it's so, it's so many dreams, so many ideas. So what do we do as human beings? Well, some of us take our dreams and align them with other people's dreams that look similar to their dreams. And then all of a sudden, you know, it starts to move into the directions. We start to it almost like naturally corrals into these little boxes of ideas. And so the seven point billion drops to one billion, it drops to a million, drops to ten, thirty, forty, a thousand, whatever. And then the energies start to become put in compartments. But yet we still all have dreams. Now there are people who don't dream anymore. There are people who who are you know, they're either wounded, so wounded, trapped, or or prisoners of somebody else's doing. That it's hard for them to move the, through that energy and find their way out. You know that could be in in a, a child, you, me, a person who was kidnapped, a person who's in you know in slavery. But yet the dream is different. You know the dream is different. It's more of a survival mechanism at that point. How do I get out of this? Where? How do I move? It? The only idea is to survive that day. That's why. Sometimes when we look at other human beings, we don't know their story. And we project upon people sometimes because we see things that we don't like and we, we, you know, we skew it. We skew it because it doesn't feel comfortable to us. And that happens a lot. And I'm just as guilty as the next person. I don't understand what it means to be another human being. The only thing is I can, I can only imagine what it feels like to be another human being. I can only take part in what you show me, what you share with me. And the other part is what I project upon you and how I 
I share with you my feelings and emotions about you. And that's what happens a lot. But I believe that every human being has has purpose and meaning. And they want to create purpose and meaning in their life. But sometimes it's not that easy because the circumstances that they created and the skewness that they've created, you know, and how they look at the world. And then our ego takes over. And our ego does the things and, you know, puts us in a certain frame of mind. And, you know... And as I'm reading some of these questions, our perspective is the right one. I say that all the time, too. What makes you think our... Oh, yeah. Exactly. We don't really know that. We don't know if our perspective is the right one. But yet, we th many perspectives are thrown out and they look similar. And there's similarities. And so we come to a common commonality, a common choice. For example, you know, elections are a good example. Elections, uh, you know, uh, when we're picking teams, you know, when we're doing different things, you know, we put our perspectives on things and we project upon things what would be better for us in that moment. What would calibrate, what would be something that would resonate more to us. It's not necessarily the choice that we truly wanted. It's not what we truly wanted to have or be part of. But the point is we... we we, it's not me. I don't want to call it compromising because it's not really a compromise because when you don't really have choices, you're not really compromising. But when you have plenty of choices to choose from, then, yeah, that could be a compromise. But this is a situation where you're put into uh, a box, per se, where you have to make a decision between this or that. And sometimes it's not the best choice. I get that. It's not the best choice. But it is what it is. The human mind, the human mind is just constantly moving, constantly working, constantly just in thought. We're thinking about, even what I'm talking about, some of you are thinking about how to respond to my question, or how to respond to my talk, or feel how you have feel. And that's good, because that means that you're really thinking about what I'm talking about here. You know, we're all... Protecting the pieces and parts of us from childhood, from the belief systems that, that are inside of us. You know, all of us carry these inner children that are wounded. All these uh, parenting. By eight, by eight, they say, you're already parenting yourself. Imagine that. By eight years of age, you're already parenting yourself. That's kind of strong, if you think about it. Eight years old, an eight-year-old parenting themselves. But we do that. We know what we want. We know what we like. We know what we think is good for us. And then we keep moving through the phases of life. We become teenagers. And we're wise fools. And we think we know more than you know, the adults or other younger kids. Then we move into adulthood, young adult. We think that we're invincible. We see only black and white. We don't see the gray. We don't see the balance. And by 26, we move into that frame of mind, that energy, where we start to see the gray matter. You know, we start to see the gray. We understand that it's not absolutes anymore. But it's a constant evolution. It's us constantly leveling up. Levels of awareness and understanding. I'm in my 50s. I see life different. I see things from a perspective of a 50-year-old person. And I understand what it was to be 30. And I'm like, man, I can't believe I even thought about that when I was 30. So imagine when I get to 60 or 70 or 80 or 90... 
the the wisdom and the knowledge that you carry along and that's why people like my age people who move into their older ages are called elders because technically you're supposed to have some pretty base knowledge about how you share it's like I coach soccer okay so here's a good example I coach soccer in middle school here in Columbus and I've been there 20 years so I'm obviously doing something right or maybe I just feel I'm happy where I'm at but regardless I've been coaching that program for 20 years sharing my ideas sharing my philosophies without overstepping the boundaries of you know a religion or any or be, be misconstrued that I'm teaching something that shouldn't be taught but yet these kids are learning these kids are understanding they're having fun they're enjoying things they wouldn't get from a regular coach Eric calls me the Zen coach you know where I coach and you know I've been doing for 20, I coach my own kids there you know I coach my daughter my sons coach them all now they're coaching soccer but it's you know you're teaching them life skills you're teaching them how to see you know the game and what it means to be part of the game and how they move through the game is how they move through life is life a game it's a type of game yes is soccer a game yes it's a game a type of game with rules with ideas and the things and how far you can stretch and how far you can push the limits of that and what it means to do this and to do that what it means to move into this space and if you keep doing the same mistake over and over you're going to get the same results and if you're not winning those that's a marker of what you need to improve on if you're winning it means you're doing the right things or the other teams are, are not as strong as you it doesn't mean you're the best it just means in that moment you're the better team maybe during that season but it doesn't mean that you're the best it just means the other teams are not at par with you or you're just better prepared but are you the best no I've coached teams that are super good and they do great but yet they lack the leadership they lack the the responsibility they lack you know the, the ability to work together and then I have another team that you know I have a couple good players and the other players are a little bit lower level but yet they all work together because they all want to strive and they and they champion they champion because they've come together knowing that they have weaknesses knowing that they, they have strengths playing on their strengths understanding their weaknesses life is the same way life is the exact same way us understanding you know our strengths understanding our weaknesses understanding the things that we can do and not do the things that we should do you know bring in people who can help us become better become uh, a better version of ourselves that's why we have coaches that's why we hire you know uh, trainers that's why we hire a life coach that's why we hire this person look at us that's why we have a doctor because the doctor has knowledge the doctor knows what they're doing you know we hire lawyers because they can represent us because yeah we could do it all but that's not what life's about sometimes it's about incorporating and bringing other people into the fold to help you move into the spaces and energy that you need to move it's pretty interesting it's pretty fascinating when you start to work with other human beings in the capacity of, of moving forward and propelling your life into a better light now there are also human beings that don't want to move anywhere and they're happy where they're at and you know they're happy being destructive and abusive because that's what happens with the yin and yang that's the light side and the shadow side of life when one person moves into the light into the awareness of themselves the other person moves into the different type of awareness the awareness that they're not that that life has betrayed them and so they move into all the betrayal modes of why they shouldn't be and why they should be this way and why they should be that way 
there's another group of people who are working hard and striving. So when, when one brother or sister is moving this way, another brother and sister is moving in the opposite direction. It's the laws of duality, the laws of the yin and the yang. It's the law, you know, of coming together and it's a law of separation. It's the magnet. When you turn it, boom, they repel. The law of repelling. We all do it. We all have moments of this. Some days we move into our shadow side. And hopefully we can move back out of the shadows into the light. And vice versa, navigating and ebb and flowing into that. Shadows aren't bad, my friends. The perception, the skews of shadows is what's bad. When people project upon them and make them look bad. Sometimes you have to find yourself in the dark in order to move into the light. So you can know what to do and how to navigate through. It's not an easy job. But once you find how to do it, it becomes easier. Now, when the sun goes down, it becomes dark, right? It's because it's part of the it's part of the it's part of the cosmos, it's part of the universe, it's the plan. It's the way it was planned and preordained. They're half they do that dance every twelve hours, twenty four hour period, twelve hour period. They're moving through their cycles. And we move through the cycles of sleep and awakeness. In the, in the movement of dormancy where we fall asleep to recharge our physical body because we're not just this body because with the five dimensions of awareness our emotions our mental our physical our spiritual our intuitive self I am ESP we are ex, extrasensory perception all of us and now which one is more dominant than the other that's something to be left to be to be discovered and rediscovered because that's what happens but living with awareness is powerful because that means you become your own guru you become your own person you become you're able to move through the energy and not necessarily have somebody there moving the energy for you or suggesting to you that you have to move the energy now, I have nothing against gurus. Gurus have their purpose and they have their place. But to be your own guru is powerful. And like John would say, I'm more goo than roo, you know? I think that's a funny statement when he said that, when I asked him that. And he has a point, and he's a very valid point. We are the goo, we are we are just the flesh. We are some we are just what we are. You know, so is the guru. The guru is also part of the universe. Part of the grand dance of the universe. Alright, my friends. I hope that you got something from this little talk I had today. Hopefully that it made you think about something. Made you, you know, conjure up thoughts and ideas and stuff. Alright? It's good to be here. Never forget. It's good to be here because... That is how we open up the doors of the universe to bring in the energy, the love energy, recycling energy, letting go, releasing, and allowing things in. It's good to be here. When you say it long enough, you start to believe it, and you start to change. So, matakuyasen, ho'oponopono, irisikwi. I will see you next time. Namaste. Aho. And be well, my friends. Take care. And I will see you on Iggy Garcia Live next time. 
I will see you at the Drum Circle Saturday at Schuller Park. Hope to see you there soon. And then in October, I will have the new schedule for Drum Circles. I will see you soon. Be well. Go to IggyGarcia.com. Check me out. Go to SerenitySaltSpa.com and get an appointment for a salt session here in Western Ohio. And uh, yeah, I'll see you. If you want a reading from me, give me a call. Send me a message and we'll talk soon. Peace and love. Be well. Take care, my friends. And I will see you next time. Remember, I am ESP. And it's good to be here. And we'll see you next time.